0: Welcome to the Get Over Yourself Podcast. This is author and athlete Brad Kearns, discovering ways to be healthy, fit, and happy in hectic, high-stress modern life. So let's slow down and take a deep breath, take a cold plunge, and expertly balance that competitive intensity with an appreciation of the journey. That's the theme of the show. Here we go. The Get Over Yourself Podcast is brought to you by... Almost Heaven beautiful compact home use sauna kits ancestral supplements grass-fed organ meats in a capsule dna fit genetic testing for custom diet and exercise recommendations integro health high potency liquid probiotic called flourish Organify organic powdered superfoods delicious green gold and red powders wild idea buffalo sustainable grass-fed beyond organic and check out the brad shop page that's my personal selection of favorite products for health fitness and peak performance and here we go with the show
1: when it comes to any high quality light therapy device distance is key we're meant to wake up with the morning sunrise and we're meant to sort of begin rest or begin to go to sleep with the, with the sunset. And I would venture to say over 90% of people listening to this, they don't wake up to the sunrise and they don't go to bed at the, at the sunset. When it comes to like the sun beginning to set and you, you still need light to illuminate your life, I would say one is pick up a pair of blue light blocking glasses. Those are really cheap, you can pick them up for 50 bucks
0: Hey, how about a backwards commercial? Are you ready? So go to organifyshop.com and enter the discount code BRAD for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com. Why would I do something as silly as a backwards commercial? It's because I'm positive you have to try this stuff. Trust me, order some now. It's going to change your life. Organify is an organic superfood supplement company. They're known for their greens. You take them when you travel, get all your nutrition. But I like their top secret Organifi Gold warm relaxation beverage. This is the single best tasting tea you will ever try in your life. So if you want something soothing, delicious, nutritious at the end of your busy, productive day, pour yourself a scoop of Organifi Gold. What's in there? Turmeric, the anti-inflammatory superstar is the base. And then, listen to this, smooth coconut milk, cinnamon, ginger, lemon balm, and two super mushrooms. It's legit. It's delicious. Check it all out at OrganifiShop.com. And don't forget to put in Barad for 20% off. Try Organifi Gold if you're not totally satisfied. Send it back to me and I'll keep it. Hey, it's time to learn about photobiomodulation, also known as red light therapy, which has become an increasingly popular health practice in the uh, biohacking ancestral health scene. However, it's been used for many, many years in the beauty salons with tremendous research and scientific support for the wonderful cellular repair benefits of exposing yourself therapeutically to the proper wavelengths of red light and near infrared light. So we're going to talk to an expert by the name of Scott Nelson, who's the founder of Juve Red Light Therapy Company. That's J O O V V. And their website is a wonderful resource because they're really focused on education. So you can go over there, learn a lot about the science, the rationale. Of course, they're selling products and all that great stuff. But what we want this show to be about is just the educational aspect of something that could really, really enhance your health, especially as it relates to recalibrating more closely with your natural circadian rhythm, the rising and the setting of the sun. So let's learn all about red light therapy with scott nelson coming to you from the beautiful southern california town of san clemente here we go scott nelson co-founder of juve i'm so excited to get you on and talk about the wonderful world of photo biomodulation. and i feel like from the uh, email exchanges we've had that you have a, a a wind up uh button on your back i'm so i'm gonna i'm gonna wind you up and you're going to tell us all about this exciting
1: world of uh, red light therapy. <laughs> That's funny. I'll, I'll wait for you to kind of pull the pull the string, Brad. But it's uh, you know, joking aside, it's a pleasure to be on the show, and really looking forward to this conversation. Um, I think it'll be, be be an interesting topic to explore with uh, with your listeners.
0: Right. So I've become a fan in recent years, just uh, reading the research and hearing. Uh, the prominent uh, enthusiasts on the podcast. Uh, I got myself a little handheld wand, and I I like using that. And the 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 world of uh, biohacking is a little crowded and confusing these days and you know uh, my friends that are living normal lives not into this uh living and breathing it like i am uh will scoff at you know certain practices that i'm doing or certain dietary things like carnivore what are you talking about this is crazy you know so when we're trying to tiptoe into the real world and and address. Uh, listeners and people that have busy lives, a lot of stresses, maybe not the massive unlimited budget to get into all this crazy stuff. But when you're talking about red light therapy, the the research is tremendous. And the use in the uh, beauty salons, which of course, I didn't know until I got into this, they've been using this stuff for years and years to get rid of wrinkles. So uh, something must be there must be something to it. And then you're going to take us all the way down the road to the the full body use, which is so fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's 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 funny this concept of light therapy, and um, I, I I can understand if you're new to this this topic. I know that the term you referred to earlier on in the conversation, Brad, was was photobiomodulation. That's what academics and researchers. Refer to it as, but it's been around actually for for longer than most people uh, may may realize, and uh, fairly common to see it in med spas, estheticians, kind of skincare clinics, if you will. They've been using this type of modality. Often, often they refer to it as LED therapy, uh, primarily for for skin health, right? You know, and it's a, it's a, a kind of a Botox alternative. Um, but the reality is the benefits, the health benefits go, uh, go much broader than just skin health. That's great. Everyone wants their skin to look great. Uh, you know, better myself included, and who doesn't want, want that as, as kind of we age, but, uh, um, but, the, but, but, the, but the, like I said, the, the benefits, uh, the wide ranging benefits, um, are, are very extensive and all backed by a lot of peer reviewed science. So even if you're skeptical, which I assume maybe you are, let's, let's, let's take that, that let's make that presumption. I think you'll be, you know, if you give it a chance, I think this is one of those kind of modalities that falls within the kind of the, the quote unquote biohacking sphere that actually is supported by a ton of science. Uh, so uh, hang in there and give it a shot. and I think you'll be pretty impressed. Well, it's also
0: pretty easy. It's not a huge ask. Uh, I'm, I'm asking my listeners often to jump into a freezing cold tub of water. We talked about that before we hit record. You guys are going for it down there, getting the, the ice cubes <laughs> into the ice bath so you can last longer, you or your wife. Right. Uh, but with this red light exposure, uh, you can conveniently, uh, you know, get a unit and, and, and set up uh, sort of a short duration thing that you, you check in a couple times a day, I guess, would be the recommended start out point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in case my, my wife is listening, you know, we'll listen to this. Uh, she'll definitely beat me when it comes to <laughs> length of length of time in the cold, in the, uh, in the cold tub. Uh, but you're right, Brad, I mean, this is the type of one, you know, if you compare this to maybe like a sauna or, or cold therapy, it, it's actually much, much easier to use. It's not nearly kind of as, as, as stressful, so to speak. I know both of those modalities, right? Heat-based therapy through saunas and cold therapy are very great. I mean, they're, um, they're they're very very good for health but this is something that's that's arguably a lot easier to use and it's very relaxing um you know a lot of our customers that that use whether they're using a a smaller um kind of more targeted device or one of our full body systems Uh, they, they often, um, not only receive a lot of these benefits that I'm sure we'll talk about, but they actually really look forward to the treatment because it's so relaxing. Oftentimes a lot of, a lot of people will do sort of, you know, breath work or meditation, uh, exercises, et cetera, while they're doing this type of therapy. And it really is as simple as sitting or standing in front of one of these high powered devices, for you know five to ten minutes maybe once or twice a day um if if uh if you're really you know if you're really kind of looking to optimize your health but it's very very simple to use extremely you know non invasive and there's really like there's it's it's you'd be hard pressed to find any downside uh or negative ramifications to using this type of therapy so it's it's pretty pretty rare so there's lots and lots of upside and very 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 down very little downside
0: right so i guess You don't have detractors out there saying uh, this is this is no good. It's just all thumbs up with plenty of research supporting it, which is kind of a rare thing. I mean, even if we're talking about eating healthy, nutritious grass fed steak, uh, I can get a guest on here to say, oh, that stuff will clog your pipes and kill you. So uh, with red light therapy, you're sort of smooth sailing.
1: Yeah, it it really is, and I, I I don't want this to sound like some type of light, late night you know KVC commercial where you know we're like and and you'll and get this. Ordered spread. now? Wait. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's it, it's it may I don't definitely don't want to come across uh in that in that sort of manner, but it light light therapy, red light therapy, it, it really is that. I mean, you you you're gonna be really really it's it's gonna be really hard to find a, a, a detractor if you can find one at all. I mean, the really the only thing that you want, you may want to be cognizant of is if you do it too much, you'll, there is a law of diminishing returns, just like, uh, just like anything else. But I, I would compare it to like water. Most people, it's really, really hard to drink too much water. I mean, I think you could probably get to that point eventually if you, if you just are, you know, uh, extreme, uh, but, but just like water, it's really, really hard to overuse, you know, uh, these light therapy or, or exposure to these healthy wavelengths of red and near infrared light.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to stay with the, um, the infomercial theme and say, if you use it too much, you'll have too much energy and uh, you, you'll go out there, you know, like like the old uh, athletic performance age where they say, you know, don't, don't do it too much or you'll, you'll be too strong and uh, you'll blah, blah. But I thought, I think I thought the... maybe
1: your audience would, would be up, would be up to those. those tactics, so I stayed
0: away from it. <laughs> oh man. So the thing that interests me is, you know, trying to recover from uh the, Many genetic offenses that we experience in modern life and some of these stats that you cite like 90 percent of our time is spent indoors in this uh absorbing this blue light spectrum and for listeners not familiar uh blue light is this the visible spectrum on the ultraviolet scale so when we're talking about the white lights of a light bulb or the bright lights of any uh screen whether it's a mobile screen tv screen computer screen uh this all is categorized as as blue light, correct me if I'm wrong. And so we're, we're kind of getting this unnatural exposure to artificial light and getting yourself some red light therapy time can counteract that. And I think the sun uh, counts here. So, so we're now we're drifting all the way away from the infomercial talking about getting sun exposure and then also finding ways to increase your exposure of that beneficial light source.
1: Yeah. And that, that's a great intro or maybe a great transition to talk a little bit more kind of about, about, Kind of the the broader light picture, so to speak. And if you if you allow me to get on the on the soapbox uh, for for just a few minutes, um, one of our our big kind of missions as a company is to help people understand the importance of light uh, as 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 part of the overall health equation. Everyone listening to this you know this podcast is familiar with the fact that our bodies are going to respond uh, physi- physiologically or metabolize different macronutrients in various ways, right? Uh, most of the time, for most people, the overwhelming majority of people eating whole foods, low glycemic foods. That's a, you know you're setting up yourself for uh, for success. You know by eating whole foods. If you eat something high glycemic, high in sugar, late at night, spike your insulin levels. Of course, your body responds in 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 a, in a, in a negative way. That's not that's not great. If you if you kind of take that food example right and apply it to uh, and, and kind of think within that same context uh, and, and and use it to understand light. A lot of those same parallels hold true, and what I mean by that is our bodies respond physiologically to different wavelengths of light. And you you mentioned some of those wavelengths: bright white light, bright blue light, etc. Our bodies re- respond to those in, in in a similar way to like how our bodies respond uh, produce more vitamin D in response to sunlight. Everyone knows that it's pretty pretty, you know, it'd be hard to find someone that doesn't that isn't isn't aware of that that kind of concept. But but if our, these, wa- these different wavelengths of light are like different macronutrients and how our bodies respond to them. And, and we respond to them at different times of the day. And so if you kind of going back to your example of like, you know, getting too much artificial light, the reality is like when we think about our modern lifestyles, we get way too much artificial light at the exact, at, the, at nearly the, the wrong times of the day. You know, our bodies are meant to sort of um, we're meant to wake up with the morning sunrise and we're meant to sort of begin rest or begin to go to sleep with the, with the sunset. And I would venture to say over 90 percent of people listening to this, they don't wake up to the sunrise and they don't go 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 to bed at the, at the sunset. It's 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 they're in an office, in a commute, et cetera, you know, during the daytime hours uh, with with no sort of exposure to the healthy natural light. And then when they get home from work. Uh, uh, and the sun is set, you know, that's when the TVs come on, the mobile screen time increases, etc. commute, you know, you, you're on your laptop, maybe working late at night, etc. So you're exposed to all of this artificial bright, bright light at night, which negatively disrupts or negatively disrupts. It does disrupt your circadian rhythm. And it tells your body that you need to be wide awake when in reality, you need to really begin to prepare yourself for sleep when the sun is set. And so we're living in this world. I guess my, 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 point in trying to wrap up this conversation is we're, our modern lifestyles don't lend themselves very well to, to exposure to healthy wavelengths of light, you know, and, um, and healthy so,
0: wavelengths yeah. at the healthy time. You right. got it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. yep. You got it. That's it. That's, that's, that's a great, like, I don't want to say caveat. It's, it's, it's equally as important, right? Is, is health exposure to healthy wavelengths of light at the, at the right times as you, as you pointed out. And so, um, if you're kind of new to this concept, I think kind of starting there, starting kind of with those foundations that, hey, like beware, be more aware of kind of your light environment. And are you exposed to enough natural, healthy light during the day? Are you exposed to too much bright, white, artificial light at night? Um, that kind of stuff can really disrupt your your natural biological processes. And- light therapy or red and near infrared light therapy is actually a great way to kind of supplement your, your lifestyle. Just like just not too different than supplementing with a protein powder or a multivitamin or something along those lines, Light you know, using a high quality light therapy device can allow for that type of sort of, I'm using air quotes here for the listeners, light supplementation, so to speak.
0: So if we are, let's say working in the office with a nice window and the sun shining in, uh, is that window interfering with our uh, healthy exposure to sunlight? Same with a car window, train, subway.
1: Yep, that's a, that's a great point, point. and I think there's kind of two aspects to think about. Is one like viewing light within kind of uh, a healthy sort of the circadian balance, so to speak, like viewing natural light even through this through like a, a window. That's great in terms of helping to balance your circadian rhythm. You need that type of light. Um, it's, it's very healthy. It serves as a signal to the rest of your body, et cetera. I wouldn't say it's necessarily therapeutic, per se. Um, and so although that, that exposing yourself to that type of light is great, it's not like your body's going to respond physiologically and produce more energy or reduce pain and inflammation or increase you know, or, uh, muscle recovery at a faster rate, et cetera. I want to tell you about WildHealth.com. They're an online provider
0: of comprehensive precision medicine and health consultation services. They offer DNA analysis, custom lab panels, extensive medical intake form with family history and lifestyle preferences, and regular online visits with a board-certified precision medicine physician and a health coach whom you can message anytime through their convenient app, Wild Health is generously extending Brad Podcast listeners twenty percent off the cost of membership. Just visit slash Brad or use the code Brad20 at checkout to get twenty percent off and start taking control of your health today at slash Brad. I'm pleased to present B Rad grass fed whey protein isolate superfuel, the absolute highest quality all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold-processed and micro-filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the superfuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from BradNutrition.com with our buy three get one free and make the SuperFuel a centerpiece of your daily routine.
1: But it is going to be healthy in terms of just you know an overall balance to your circadian rhythm. Um, so does that does that kind of help answer answer that question?
0: Sure. And I guess I would wonder if you can describe the the ideal. Experience or uh, modification of you know, the, the, the forces that were put under, like having, being obligated to go in an office and work under bright lights. Because we know that if you wake up with the sunrise, you're out camping, uh, the sun's hitting you on your, your direct skin, and then you're out there uh, all day uh, getting sun exposure, and then when it gets dark, your, your light source is now um, you know, a fire, or you go to sleep pretty soon after it gets dark. So granted, that's the ideal, how can we sort of navigate through daily life? Of course, mm-hmm. you're going to give a plug for uh, getting a getting a red light device because um, we don't have access to um, you know sun and going to bed after sun sunset. But uh, throw in any other uh, optimization strategies you can think of, including if there's any like do-it-yourself stuff. I mean, I, I think getting out at lunchtime and getting into the d- direct sun because you've been in windows all day is one that has a big difference for vitamin D exposure and stuff.
1: Yep. So, so the, let's, let's set the, let's set the stage for the, the ideal environment, right? Is, is really mimic, mimic, mimicking our ancestors. So we would ideally rise, uh, when the sun, when the sun rises in the morning, um, we'd be outside most of the day, right? Um, not, not maybe during peak hours where you're going to like maybe potentially, you know, burn or be exposed to excess UV, UV light. But a healthy amount of UV light can be can be great, especially when it comes to vitamin vitamin D production. So we'd, we'd have a health, we'd spend a healthy amount of of time outdoors in the natural sunlight, and then when the day begins to end and the sun begins to set, we would if we need if we still needed light for illumination we'd we'd light a candle we'd light a fire, and that wouldn't disrupt you know our natural circadian rhythm. So that would be the ideal setting. But the reality is you mentioned Brad that's not really feasible, right, for most of us. Um, you know, maybe if, if we're living in, in Southern California, maybe it's a little bit more doable, but quite honestly, when the, the sun sets, you know, then, you know, we're recording this year in the, in the fall, the sun begins to set pretty early. And, you know, most of us don't go to bed at six o'clock, you know, or seven <laughs> o'clock at night. So let's talk about ways to kind of navigate these, these pathways. So I would, I would argue that, um, in the, in, in the morning and throughout the day, like bright, bright, kind of brighter light, bright, bluer light. That's not a bad thing. I mean, that's kind of like sunlight, you know, so it, it, you need some, 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 uh, brighter whites and blue light. I mean, that can be good. That's healthy from, from a circadian rhythm perspective. Um, but really where really, where you want to focus is on in, in, in the evening hours. And so when it, when it comes to like the, the sun beginning to set and you, and you, you still need light to illuminate your life i would i would I would say one is pick up a pair of blue light blocking glasses. Those are really cheap. You can pick them up for fifty bucks um fifty to one hundred dollars depending on where you get them from and and wear those at night. That helps block out some of that bright blue light so it's not nearly as disruptive to your circadian rhythm. instead of using artificial bright blue or white light in the evenings, you know instead of flipping on the light switch or something like that, you, use something else. Like I know there's a there's a fair number of these. Like Casper, the mattress company, even recently rolled out a, a glow light to help illuminate you know your room that you can dim with more warmer uh, colors that are. They have a different Kelvin temperature, so the more warmer the color at night in terms of oranges and reds that's less disruptive to your your circadian rhythm so that's that's a that's an, another easy step and then you know another one would be you know incorporating a light th- a high quality light therapy device into your routine. Uh, most of us uh, don't have access to a lot of natural sunlight during especially during the winter months as an example just, it 's just hard to come by so we, do, we get less and less of those healthy wavelengths of light red and near infrared light specifically. And you need just a good supplement. You need just like a multivitamin or a vitamin D supplement. You need something to kind of support your lifestyle. And so investing in a, in a high quality red and near infrared light device can support kind of that, uh, uh, those efforts.
0: So just to clarify here, uh, we have this category of the blue light spectrum. Uh, sunlight, bright indoor lights, screen lights. And then we're talking about the therapeutic use of red and near-infrared, like like um, a, a product. And then we're also talking about the candlelight and the orange glasses and the orange light bulbs. So uh, kind of walk us through those distinctions. And I, I'm guessing that um, anything on the orange, yellow, red side is gonna be less offensive to circadian rhythm. Uh, but then when we get into the distinction between the specific uh, wavelengths of the, where you get the cellular uh, benefits, I'd love to learn more about that. And then uh, n- knowing that the, you know, the candlelight, the, the orange light bulbs are kind of standalone ways to just light up your home without uh, disrupting circadian rhythm.
1: Yeah, so so you've got really you've got I, I would kind of consider it in two different buckets, right? And hopefully you can kind of visualize here with me if you're listening. One is kind of this this essence of using, using light kind of within our modern lifestyle, kind of a lifestyle approach to lighting. The other one is this therapeutic kind of this therapeutic modality. When we focus on the lifestyle or think about the lifestyle kind of bucket, so to speak, it, it's exactly what we kind of we, we just we just covered, thinking about light within the context of your, your environment. So bright white, bright blue light in the mornings and during the day. That can be great. It's it's fine. It, it's not really disruptive to your circadian rhythm. In fact, you, you need it. It's a signal to your to your to the rest of your body that you should be awake. You should be alert. It's time to work. It's time to eat, et cetera. But but really kind of when it becomes when, when we get to the evening hours, that's where most of us. It, it's a struggle. It's a challenge. And what you want to do in the evening hours is you don't want your body to think it's it's it should be wide awake. Um, we need to begin to preparing our bodies for a restful sleep, because that's where really the magic happens when it comes to you know, health optimization is we need quality sleep. And if you're if you're blasting kind of your 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 body and, and and your if you're sort of blasting yourself with bright lights in the evening hours, you're telling your body that it should be awake. And in reality, we we shouldn't. And so incorporating, Two things during those 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 evening hours, the two things being glasses that can help minimize or block out some of that bright light. That that's a that's a pretty easy alternative. And then incorporating the oranges and the reds, that type of lighting at night. Um, There's a lot of different ways that you can do this now, whether you have something like the Philips Hue system, um, whether you have you can buy, um, you know, higher Kelvin uh, uh, temperature Lights, you know, that you can you can screw into a, to a, you know, to a lamp or something like that, um, or picking up like an ancillary kind of glow light that's warmer in color. Those are all very, those are all much, much less disruptive to your circadian rhythm. And again, they, they in essence, by, by exposing yourself to that type of warmer lighting in the evening hours, you're not telling your body that should be wide awake. You're, te- you're helping your body begin to relax for bedtime. So that's kind of the lifestyle bucket. The other bucket that we mentioned is really the more the therapeutic bucket. So our bodies need and respond very well physiologically to red and near-infrared light. The major difference between those two is is near-infrared light is able to penetrate into our bodies uh, d- at a deeper level. So even through bone, um, as an example. And so these therapeutic wavelengths of light, red and near-infrared light, they help actually our cells um function at a higher level they help our cells produce more energy and we can certainly get into the weeds here in terms of the mechanism of action but because they they help the mitochondria the engine of your cells produce more energy more efficiently it leads to a, a really wide ranging um uh number of benefits everything from enhanced skin health which we touched on before uh increases in collagen production faster muscle recovery um uh enhancement in in cognitive performance so everything from uh, memory retention to faster, uh, uh, um, um, memory retention to more alertness to faster reaction times, et cetera, reduced joint pain and inflammation. The benefits are really, really wide ranging, but it's all because these wavelength, these very specific wavelengths of red and near infrared light, um, help, help the mitochondria or the engines and of our ce- engines of our cells produce more energy.
0: Yeah, I think most uh, health enthusiasts are familiar with uh, mitochondria and all the attention that's being paid to it with scientific research, this being kind of the the basis for either a healthy, vibrant, energetic lifestyle or the uh, stages of disease that take hold, especially uh, cognitive decline. It's all going down to how healthy are your mitochondria. There's entire books about this subject. So, um, anything that can, that can help along those lines, and we know things like fasting and uh, doing the proper workouts, including high-intensity workouts, will stimulate mitochondrial biogenesis. We talk about that on a sidebar in the book Primal Endurance, how important that is for athletes. So you're saying that the, the research on uh, just simple red light exposure penetrates all the way into, uh, into the interior of the body, into the bones,
1: and uh, somehow affects the
0: mitochondria
1: it it does and and we're still learning um about the the mechanisms of action you know when it comes to red and near infrared light and really really different wavelengths of light altogether we know the most about red and near infrared light right now um and there's there's a couple different mechanisms a- mechanisms of action one is um You know, when you look at kind of cellular respiration, which is the process by which our cells produce more energy, our mitochondria produce more energy, um, there's a certain enzyme that actually responds very favorably to red and near-infrared light. Uh, That enzyme is called cytochrome C oxidase. And so that's a really well-known mechanism. By activating cytochrome C oxidase, you're actually able to induce uh, more efficient Cellular energy production or ATP production. So that's one mechanism. There's another kind of more interesting mechanism. That's that's uh, that's uh, there, there's a couple different papers. Um, one of it one of which was released by Dr. Praveen Arani recently, who was the the the, the worldwide president of. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the um, the president of Walt, which is one of the the bigger photobiomodulation societies. And his his, his team actually showcased that red and near infrared light actually stimulates TG, TGF-1 beta, which is a cytokine cytokine that uh, in essence helps your immune system function at a higher level. And a lot of his work is, re- is, is in relation to oncology uh, patients. And what, what, what's really, really fascinating about that is what they showcased is that if our cells are healthy, they respond very favorably to these wavelengths of light, red and near-infrared light. But if you've got a, 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 a tumor, a cancer cell as an example, you actually get the opposite effect with red and infrared light. You actually get apoptosis or autophagy. When it comes with a with cancerous cell. so you actually get exactly what you want, right? Your mm-hmm. cancer cells die; they, 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 you know, you experience apoptosis, autophagy, but your healthy cells actually function better, and so it's really quite amazing. So, I guess the moral of the story is we're we're continuing to in partnership with with leading researchers like Dr. Arani, we're we're continuing to learn more and more about the mechanisms, which is really cool. But kind of going back to our earlier conversation, it's hard to find negatives to this type of therapy. Wavelengths of light; it's 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 there's so much upside that. Uh, um, and and so much more to learn about the the potential wide-ranging health benefits that come from this type of modality.
0: Well, it seems like we might be a little behind the curve here because the the ladies in the beauty salon have been uh, working on their wrinkles for years and decades and then uh, the the cancer community and the advanced medical research is now just getting around to, uh, and and of course the consumer side, I mean you started your company Juve in 2017 Um, it's it's become pretty prominent people know about it if they're in the ancestral health scene, but it seems like uh, for some reason we're just uh, tiptoeing into this world rather than having it be Customary use for for decades. Why do you why do you think that is? Why is it so new?
1: It, it, it's that's a really great point something that, that we're con- continuing to try to um, We're hearing more and more like what's the deal with red light therapy? Like why am I hearing more and more about it? Now, you know what? what it, it, you're telling me it's been around a long time But why am I just hearing about it now? And why why does really kind of no one know about this except <laughs> except for the, the skincare folks? Um, really really interesting question um it's it's there's there's probably a couple different reasons for that, but I think what's really interesting is when you look at the history kind of of, of photobiomodulation or light therapy, it has been around for quite some time. I mean, uh, centuries ago, uh, you'd often see um, hospitals wheel their patients out into the natural sunlight for healing purposes, and it was kind of referred to as heliotherapy back then, uh, which is the use of you know full spectrum sunlight to help patients heal faster. Um, so it's, it's been, you know, somewhat understood, but a lot of the, the newer research, I mean, the research is really, really increasing. The the amount of research is really, is there's, it's very burgeoning right now. And I think a lot of that kind of stems back to NASA's involvement in the, in the late nineties. Um, they began to, um, there was some grants issued to study the use of red, red light in space to help plants grow in space actually for, for food, for, for astronauts. And what they discovered is actually astronauts benefited greatly. Uh, from, from red light. The, the plants
0: um, died, but that's okay. They didn't have any water up there.
1: Exactly. But, but that's, it's kind of like one of those, I mean, it's not too dissimilar to kind of a lot of things. They sort of stumbled upon, wow, you know, this is really interesting. Our astronauts are benefiting greatly from, from red light. Let's, let's actually, you know, I'm using air quotes again, but yeah, let's throw some money at this to study, like to study this more. And so um, that in conjunction with advancements in LED technology, um, kind of spurred a lot of the a lot of the the research around around light therapy for a lot of different purposes, right? Everything from skin health, which is pretty well understood, to um, hormone health, which we're learning more and more about, um, to cognitive benefits, reductions in in TBI and CTE, so brain brain injuries, et cetera. So you have these like really really interesting you know health health um, conditions categories. Um, that we're continuing to learn more and more about, but it's it's across the board. It's almost um almost almost 100% across the board. We're seeing that red and near infrared light uh, ben- benefits. Uh, we're seeing benefits from these wavelengths of light regardless of the condition.
0: All right, and some of the research I came across had a specific uh, number, like 650 to 660 nanograms, or some uh, type of distinct red light. That you want to uh, strive to get, and then uh, discerning consumer can figure out uh, which of these devices that cost eighteen ninety nine uh, on the internet are probably not doing uh, giving the therapeutic benefits. So, can you talk about the specifics of uh, the, the the measurements?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think with time, um, we'll continue to learn more and more about how different wavelengths of light um, uh, can lead to certain certain health benefits. But by and large. Uh, uh, almost all of the research around, you know, with respect to photobiomodulation um, concerns wavelengths of red and near infrared light between um, about 600 and 1000 nanometers. And that's what researchers call the optical window or the therapeutic window. And that that so think of it, kind of, kind of going back to our earlier conversation about macronutrients. Everyone understands carbs, proteins, fats. It's just healthy to to understand that the 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 spectrum of of wavelengths of light is actually very broad. You know, you have everything from UV light to white to blues to greens, yellows, uh, or oranges, reds, near infrared, and even the mid and far infrared spectrum, which is really really broad. So it's it's really broad. So this narrow, this very narrow window, which I, I mentioned, is from 600 to 1,000 nanometers. And when you actually look, you kind of drill into that a little bit further, um, uh, most of the data suggests that visible red light between about 630 and 660 nanometers is the most beneficial. And then uh, near infrared light, kind of in the low to 800 nanometer range. So those two very specific ranges kind of in the low to mid 600 nanometer range, and then the low to mid 800 nanometer range by far and away produces the most significant health benefits. And so when you're, if you're interested in kind of, you know, going down this path of, of, of purchasing a, a light therapy device, really, really important to make sure the device actually produces those wavelengths of light and is supported by independent research. You know, because it's very easy for anyone to throw up a product on Amazon and, you know, make a make a bold claim. But if it's not supported by any sort of independent lab data or independent diagnostic research, it's hard to like, it's really hard to trust whether or not the device is actually producing the type of wavelengths that your body responds to in a healthy way. Uh,
0: how would this compare to stepping into an infrared sauna? Because it seems like the the light source is uh, of the reddish nature.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's probably one of the most common questions that, that we get is how is this different than than a, than an infrared sauna? And again, I mentioned that infrared, the infrared wavelengths of light, that spectrum is actually really broad. You actually have near infrared light, mid infrared and far infrared wavelengths of light. So it's actually really broad. It ranges at any, anywhere from 800 nanometers to 20,000. So think about multiple football fields kind of stacked up. I mean, it's really, really broad. And the reason saunas, you, you can generate heat in a lot of different ways, whether it's steam, whether it's from carbon emitters that produce infrared wavelengths of light, et cetera. There's a wide variety of ways to, to induce uh, heat for the purposes of therapy. But when, we, when it comes to infrared saunas, most of those saunas are generating mid and far infrared wavelengths. And the reason that's important is those wavelengths of light, our bodies respond to those wavelengths of light uh, because they, they produce more heat. And so that's what you want in a, in a dry sauna, an infrared sauna, you want you want to heat up your body, and, and, uh, and, and, and that's sort of the, the benefit of that type of modality. And so, when it comes to a sauna, it's it's mid and mid and far infrared. But with with light therapy or photobiomodulation, you're really looking for red and near infrared. And I think that's just an, a very important distinction. Sometimes it's easy to kind of get lost in this this concept of wavelengths of light. It's confusing, but just keep in mind that near infrared light uh, is much much different than far uh, mid and far infrared or light. They have two different sort of therapeutic uh, physiological. Um, responses when it comes to our bodies, kind of similar to like, you know, working out with weights or, you know, running um, a marathon, right? Both can be beneficial, you know, from, from a cardiovascular, um, um, uh, standpoint when it comes to running or, or, or the opposite spectrum when it comes to, you know, uh, working out with weights, but, but completely different. That's kind of the same thing when it comes to mid and far infrared wavelengths in comparison to near infrared wavelengths of light
0: so when we're going for these mitochondrial health benefits improving the energy production in the cell which helps speed recovery which helps get rid of the wrinkles has all those uh, assorted it lowers inflammation has all those uh, wonderful health benefits we're striving for the near infrared exposure uh, somewhere in the uh 6 6 high 600s as far as the uh the nanograms
1: Yeah, yeah. You're you're really looking for visible red light in kind of the low to mid 600 nanometer range. So like, you know, roughly our devices deliver 660 nanometer red light and then near infrared, near infrared in the kind of the mid 800 nanometer range. So, you know, kind of 830 to about 850 nanometers. And those are really the kind of the two, the two kind of narrow spectrums that you want to look for.
0: Oh so that's the um, the near infrared is eight thirty to eight fifty, and what do you call the the six hundred sixty nanogram exposure? Is that a different near infrared or what's that?
1: That's just visible red Oh visible that's just red. visible red. Okay. Yeah, visible red light. yeah, once yeah. you get into the inf- infrared spectrum, it's actually invisible, so you can't see it to so the, the naked eye can't see it yeah, and so um, yeah that, that's the case with near mid and far. You just can't see infrared wavelengths under the you know you're, you're you know under you know normal normal you know biological vision. Um, but yeah, near infrared. You want to look for uh, visible red light in the in the mid 600 nanometer range, and then uh, invisible near infrared in the uh, kind of the mid 800 nanometer range.
0: Okay, now we could take a deep breath and spin out of the <laughs> the techie portion of the program. But I think it's important to get that education down and know what you're mm-hmm. know what you're looking for. Um, so I suppose it might be difficult. Uh, with a, a do-it-yourself strategy to go buy a red light bulb, like I, I just bought some heating light bulbs for the um, the floodlights that go in in the uh, in the bathroom. Um, mm-hmm. Am I getting any health benefits besides uh, getting warm in there?
1: Yeah, no, I mean that, that's a that's a that's a a very classic kind of next step is go pick up you know a, a red in a red heat lamp at a at a local department store like a Lowe's or a Home Depot. Um, that that's actually a really 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 good example. Those red—they're they're called heat lamps for a reason. So those red heat lamps actually produce mostly mid and far infrared wavelengths of light. A little bit of red—they produce a little bit of red light, but mostly mid and far, which is the reason they produce so much heat. And so that's why it's just really important to understand this this light source. What kind of wavelengths is it is it is it really delivering? If it if you if you're feeling heat from it. It's most likely delivering most, mostly mid and far infrared wavelengths, even though it may be a little bit, you know, maybe maybe it is visible um, to a certain extent. And when you when you actually look at, we've got a, an article on our site actually that showcases this. When you look at the distribution curve, the wavelength distribution curve that's coming from a, a heat lamp like that, it is, yeah. There's there's uh, less than 20% or so of the wavelengths are actually falling in that that therapeutic window that we we referenced before. Hey ladies. You may have heard me talk about Gaines Wave treatment for
0: improving male penile vascular health and sexual function, and maybe you thought, hey, what about my needs? Well, Gaines Wave has got you covered with a revolutionary new treatment protocol called Gaines Wave for Her. of my special promo that you'll mention when you find your local practitioner. Buy six treatments and get one free. I'm pleased to present B-Rad grass-fed whey protein isolate super fuel, the absolute highest quality, all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and Build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and microfiltered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please Don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover, or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine, or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free and make the super fuel
1: a centerpiece of your daily routine. Most of them, 80 plus percent are actually kind of in that mid and far, far infrared wavelength. So could be decent for, for producing heat kind of benefits for, you know, for heat therapy. Um, but, uh, but for the purposes of photobiomodulation, you're not really, you know, you're not getting a whole lot of, a lot of benefits there.
0: Right, so if you're standing in front of the juve light even the full body size you're not experiencing this uh you you're not getting heated up you' are not touching a red hot uh light bulb or anything of that nature because it's a different different spectrum
1: yep, different spectrum of light exactly and you you you'll sense a little like near infrared um wavelengths produce a little bit of heat i mean but when i when I say a little bit of heat, it kind of feels like a uh uh, a, a nice kind of warm, you know, 70, 75 degree day in Southern California. That's the type of heat we're talking about. Um, it's, that's why it's, there's a palm feels- tree
0: in the corner. A little, uh, oh, that's the thing you drew on your own. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs>
1: that's, that, that's maybe the, the thing you're seeing, you know, when you close your eyes and meditate in front of it. But, uh, uh, but, but yeah, no, that's, that's kind of what it feels like a little, a little bit of heat, but, um, but certainly nothing like, uh, a heat lamp or, uh, an infrared sauna. Uh,
0: so Let's say we're convinced. We grab one, uh, we we put it up, hang it up on the wall or the door, and then uh, what do you do? You uh, Ben Greenfield was describing how he's working at his stand up desk with no clothes on. Uh, what are <laughs> what are our what are our choices?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's uh, it's interesting. You, we we see uh, as you can imagine, we see we uh, we see a lot of people use our devices in various ways, but the most common way to use it is um, you want to be. I mean, w- when it comes to any high quality light therapy device. Distance is key, because and 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 what I mean by that is you could you know using the example of the door as an uh, you know as, as a as a as a foundational kind of you know, visual representation of what we're talking about. If I'm two feet away, two to three feet away from the device, the therapeutic energy really really drops off. It, I mean, it, it, even though it may seem like I'm 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 I've got all this red light shining on my body, surely I'm 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 getting benefits from it the th- the th- actually the, the joules of energy delivered to your body is dramatically lower in comparison to if you were actually close to the device. when i say close i mean you know three to six inches or so from the device the energy just really and, and the reason that matters is because you want a clinically relevant dose of energy uh to, to hit your body so your, your body your, your body needs to absorb uh, a clinically relevant dose of energy if you stand two to three feet away as an example it's going to take forever to reach that tipping <laughs> point. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, in terms of use, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, our devices, you can use them in a wide variety of ways. Hang it from a door, uh, mount it to a, a wall. Uh, we've got mobile stands, etc. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to um, standing or sitting about, you know, six inches away or so from the device for anywhere from five to ten minutes per treatment area. So if you've got one of our biggest systems, which we call the Juvelite, it's – you know, six feet tall by about three feet wide, you know, you're getting a full body treatment, you know, in about five to 10 minutes. that's really all you need. If you're using something smaller like the Juve mini, which is, uh, you know, about the size of your laptop screen. Well, that's kind of really meant more for targeted treatment. So you can get a good treatment for your face. But if you, you know, if you've got a sore hip or a sore knee or something, you're going to kind of need to position that device pretty close to that area but again, kind of for the the same amount of time, you know, five to ten minutes at about six inches away, and you'll get a good, uh, clinically relevant dose of energy.
0: I'm also curious about ocular health. Uh, so, you know, when I'm when I'm walking by the, the the trade show floor and and walking by the the Juve display, you know, this this light is pretty pretty powerful. It's pretty intense, and you're wondering, um, you know, a little bit. Uh, there's a little bit of sensitivity with your eyes, but. It does have a it does have a benefit to to your eyesight as well
1: yeah yeah and actually we've got a great article on our site if you want to go deeper on this topic in regards to uh, the positive impact um, that we can realize uh, when when um, when our eyes are exposed uh, to these healthy wavelengths of light and it kind of makes sense because you know the 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 cells uh, in our retinas have mitochondria and if we're able to stimulate those mitochondria to produce more energy probably higher likelihood that that your retina is going to function better your eye is going to function better so it kind of makes sense theoretically but there's actually some some really nice data to support uh these things e- even with patients w- with that suffer from uh, more chronic diseases like macular degeneration have seen dramatic improvements when exposed to you know red and near infrared light and so it's a really it's a really um common question that comes up it's our position that you know if you're using a device that passes photobiological safety testing it's actually could be more beneficial to just expose your, your, your eyes, you know, even if they're closed, expose them to, to these, these healthy wavelengths of, of red and near infrared light. Um, but, um, you know, that that's with our devices. I mean, it, it that's why it kind of comes back to to making sure that you pick a, you pick a product that passes the necessary kind of IEC photobiological safety testing. But that's one of the reasons we don't really supply eyewear at this time is we, you know, we don't need to from a safety standpoint. Um, and, we would argue you're you're better off to be, you know, for your eyes to be exposed to these wavelengths of light than than the alternative. So if you order a unit that comes with a free set of,
0: of goggles or blindfold, you can kind of uh, uh, think twice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, you may want to kind of question it, but I think the, next, the, the 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 most logical next question would be, well, like why? You know what I mean? I mean it not, that's not to say that that device hasn't passed safety testing, you know, I can't, I don't want to speak for other, other companies or the products. Um, but it is important to, 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 ask that question because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, cheap, cheap alternatives that have not passed that type of safety testing. And, you know, who knows, um, you know, what, 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 what you're dealing with there.
0: Well, I suppose when we're getting into the tanning bed or we're familiar with these, uh, devices where you definitely want to protect your eyes that's mm-hmm. because we're talking about the the blue light spectrum which can be uh, intensely harmful such as mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't want to go out and stare at the sun either
1: right right yeah and 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 again we're talking about different wavelengths of light um right red and near infrared by and large is is very very safe to use unless you have some type of photosensitivity to these wavelengths of light which is extremely rare but, you know, that's why you were wearing eye goggles in a, in, a, in a tanning bed. It's different wavelengths of light. You know, you're, you're dealing with bright white and UV light in a, in, a, in a tanning bed, which is drastically different than red and near-infrared light. Uh,
0: some of these other things you mentioned to me, like the, the connection between the efforts to get into ketogenic diet mm-hmm. pattern and the red light exposure and how that... Uh, benefit to mitochondrial function might uh, turbocharge your efforts even to uh, align with a diet. Can you describe that?
1: Yeah, we actually. Um, I'm glad you brought that up, um, Brad, because we actually just wrapped up um, a, a small study with a group in Minneapolis, uh, uh, Bristlecone Health. Um, Dr. Kelly Gibbs was was uh, was sort of the principal investigator with with um, this first study, anyway. And we we looked at um, uh, full body light therapy um, with, with both, uh, uh, participants that were on a standard American diet and those that were on a ketogenic uh, diet. And they used uh, full body light therapy uh, on a daily basis, uh, for 12 weeks. And the control group, which was on kind of a normal standard American diet, uh, the acronym I think was funny in, in the abstract. It says sad. They were on the sad diet, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is probably pretty, pretty sad, true. man. Pretty gotta, sad. It's very, very um, appropriate. Yeah, we looked at hormone markers in both men and men and, men and women uh, across those two uh, those two cohorts. Um, testosterone versus estrogen in men, and then progesterone versus estrogen in, in women. And the the sad group um, actually saw si, uh, um, significant increases in both progesterone in women and testosterone in in women. And actually, what's what's really cool about that is the ratios of testosterone to estrogen were actually stayed stayed very balanced and very healthy. But what's interest what's really probably even more interesting is the the group that was on the ketogenic diet saw even even uh, greater increases in their um in their testosterone um, production and then progesterone production uh, production in women. And I think that showcases the the positive synergy between you know a ketogenic diet and a, a very low carb ketogenic diet and uh, full body. Uh, photobiomodulation, and you know, if you look at kind of, if you ask the next question, which is why, like, why is that the case? Um, it's hard to definitively answer that right now. Uh, we just recently posted kind of an FAQ piece uh, that Dr. Gibbis authored, and and her her thesis is that um, both types of modalities, right, the ketogenic uh, pre- prescribed ketogenic diet and then red light therapy, help kind of reduce this idea of metabolic congestion, which you can read more about in that in that blog post. It's too. It's too nerdy to talk about, you know, within the context of this conversation. But it's a really interesting um, kind of hypothesis. Uh, Dr. Laszlo Boros, who's a, um, a researcher here in Southern California at UCLA, uh, suggests that those two modalities are very synergistic because they help lower uh, deuterium levels in in your in your cells, which kind of actually is is this sort of similar to to um this idea of metabolic congestion. So either way, whatever kind of way you, you want to hypothesize um, to understand the mechanism of action, the end goal is that our cells respond very, very favorably um metabolically to both a you know a ketogenic diet and red light therapy. And you know, we studied hormone health, but we could have probably studied other other health health kind of markers as well and probably seen similar results.
0: Well that term congestion is really relevant, and I think uh, memorable, because we have all kinds of examples. I mean, uh, Katie Bowman, the biomechanist, writing books like Move Your DNA, uh, describing how just sitting around and having prolonged periods of stillness will... Uh, elicit cellular congestion where you're not processing energy and uh, removing the waste products efficiently uh, so if you're talking about uh, turbocharging mitochondrial function where they can uh, process atp better that's the energy source for cellular function um, especially when we're talking about cognitive performance where we can all know the difference between sitting there feeling drag ass with our our hand on our head or feeling alert and energized um, this is a huge deal to uh, eliminate any form of uh, cellular congestion and i know that um our fondness for cold exposure some of that research says the same thing that that exposure to cold uh will uh, stimulate the hormonal processes that uh, improve the recycling of damaged cellular material repairing damaged cells uh producing energy all that great stuff
1: yep yep no doubt and and that that there's so many different modalities, like you mentioned. Um, and another one would be fasting, right. That help, help alleviate sort of this idea of metabolic congestion. And, you know, if you kind of think about a busy highway, you know, in Southern California, or regardless of where, where you live, everyone understands this, this busy highway. If you have busy, you know, highways in your cells, they're not going to, they're not going to operate as efficiently. Right. Um, and so that's why, you know, uh, a, a ketogenic diet, um, fasting, red light therapy help help with um, help reduce that congestion, help your cells operate more efficiently, um, which is, you know, it's just it's, it's really cool. And it's really cool to kind of showcase that in, in an actual, you know, clinical study. So, Scott,
0: I know a lot of people are familiar with the handheld wands, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pr- pretty affordable, small purchase. Uh, I've been using one for a few years now. And my main target area is down the front of my pants for the, uh, you know, regeneration of uh, uh, the, um, uh, the hormonal function, trying to, trying to get those testosterone levels optimized. So that's a, I guess a targeted use on that one area of the body. So if you compare and contrast to standing in front of a large unit, I guess you're getting just a, a broader benefits to all the cells that are being exposed.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Um, the, 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 The handheld device is great for, uh, kind of an entry level kind of therapy. If you want to get your feet wet, great for targeted treatments, especially if you, if you, if you travel or just want the convenience of something that's wireless and and handheld. Um, the neat thing about those, those handheld devices, we call ours, the Juve go our, ours produce the same amount of power or therapeutic power as our larger systems, which is, which is kind of cool. So you don't need to use it sort of any longer per area, if you will. Um, but it's just, you know, the only difference being it treats a much smaller area, um, if you compare that to our, our – we, we call them our modular system, and, and when I say modular, th- these are kind of more the, the bigger full-body devices. And the cool thing about our modular system is that um, uh, you can start small. right? You can start with a, a, a single device, a smaller single device, and because they connect together both physically and electronically, you can add on to that device kind of like Lego blocks and build out a full-body system over time. So if you start small and, and really like the therapy, like how you feel or realizing the health benefits, you don't you, you don't have to kind of go all in at the same time. You can kind of add to your add to your system slowly uh, over time, which is really a, a cool system. And that that kind of really fits within kind of our thesis as a company, that full body light therapy is ideal. Um, but not everyone can you know fork out thousands of dollars for a, for a big system right away. And so this modular, this modular kind of concept, this modular design allows allows people to kind of Um, get into that full-body system slower over time.
0: Or you can slowly build out your disco dance floor, because these things are really cool just having them turned on, especially at nighttime. (laughs) So with uh, this given that we're going to be blasting our eyeballs with this offensive blue light, Uh, after dark, which is that's when you, for for all of us listening, when that sun go down and you flip that light switch on, you are disconnecting with your ancestral genetic expectations for health. We all know that. Is there some way to uh, kind of mitigate the damage by spending some uh, evening exposure time in front of the red lights such as, I don't know, before bed or right when the sun goes down or anything of that nature?
1: Yeah, it's, it, there's no really, um, you know, definitive data in, in regards to when you should probably use the device. I would argue um, if you could mimic the natural sunrise and sunset, that's probably ideal. Again, that's a, that's a total hypothesis. Um, but if you want to use it in the morning, maybe use it around the time the sun rises. You know, that's when you're you're gonna probably see the most red and near infrared light. And then again in the in the evening when the sun begins to set, that's when you know naturally, uh, the sun delivers more red and near infrared light. So those are probably the, again, hypothetical, but those are probably the ideal times to use it. But I think what's interesting about that is a lot of people, a lot of our customers report back that, um, their sleep quality drastically improves when they incorporate this type of therapy into their daily routine. And then, then they, you know, the natural next question is, well, do I need to use it before bed or can I use it? If I use it in the morning, will I get sleepy, et cetera? Um, but the the answer to that is, is it, it really doesn't matter because you're, there's pretty clear, there's pretty, I mean, it's early, but there's pretty, pretty compelling clinical evidence that these wavelengths of light help your body produce more natural melatonin, right? We all know that melatonin is great for sleep, but if we're, if we have a healthy circadian balance, meaning that if, if we're not, ex, uh, you know, exposing ourselves to bright blue, uh, or, or white light at night and our circadian rhythm isn't, isn't disrupted. We can increase our melatonin production in the morning and our bodies will store it. They'll they'll store it and then release it at the right time of day uh, when when we begin to prepare prepare for sleep. So my point being, you can use it in the morning. You know, your body can produce more natural melatonin. It just won't release it um, uh, until evening when it's supposed to, as long as you're not disrupting your circadian rhythm. Does that kind of make sense?
0: Wow, that's so interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. What a what yeah, a great
0: benefit. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. Our, body, I guess, our
1: bodies are pretty smart. <laughs> our bodies yeah. are pretty smart that way. As long as we we're not, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, expo- you know, as, as long as we're setting them uh, ourselves up for success, you know.
0: Yeah, it goes along with the you know, tons of sleep research suggesting that if you wake up and expose yourself to direct sunlight, your eyeballs directly to the sunlight, no sunglasses or barrier like a window, uh, that is the first step toward getting a good night's sleep because you're entraining your circadian rhythm and eliciting these hormonal processes, spiking serotonin and cortisol in the morning, and then setting yourself up for that melatonin release at sunset, uh, whatever, 12 hours later. So good stuff yep. and, and a great, great strategy to, uh, to, to use the machine because, oh, I can imagine like uh, you know jet lag or just having difficulty uh, being on the schedule that you wish you were on, you can mimic sunrise and sunset with machine exposure, and therefore get yourself uh, locked into the desired circadian rhythm, or fake circadian rhythm, you could call it. But um, still, I mean, your cells don't know any different. So that's very interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. But if you're if you're new to this kind of this idea of circadian health, circadian biology, circadian rhythm. It's really, it's, it's, it sounds, it may sound woo woo, you know, uh, certainly sounded woo woo to me when I first kind of started learning about it, but it's really, really important. And and a lot of people just underappreciate its impact to our overall health. But if you're disrupting that, uh, if you're not optimizing it, I say you're cutting yourself short, but if you're, if you're disrupting it, which most of us tend to do that, that's not great. I mean, you could be eating an awesome diet. You could be working out consistently, but if you're just, if you're getting poor sleep because you're disrupting your circadian rhythm, like that's not like you're 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 taking, you know, one step forward and two steps back all the time. And so just, you know, if you're new to it, just take some time and read a little bit more about it. It's the science is there, supports it. There's no doubt and it's it's just a an underappreciated aspect to our overall health.
0: Yeah, you've done a great job on your website over there at Juve and uh just give us some more uh, details how we can connect with you. I really appreciate this this great education from Scott Nelson co-founder of Juve. <laughs> you,
1: you make make myself uh, sound 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 too good but uh um, yeah if you if you want to learn more about this topic of light um we allocate a lot of our our resources uh, as a company to education and so if you go to juve.com that's j 2 os 2 v's juve.com Head to our, the Learn section on our site, chock full of of, of well sort well uh, resourced uh, and well sourced um, educational articles on a wide variety of of health topics as it pertains to light. If you want to kind of more stay high level and just learn like what people are are saying about our products, about light therapy in general, head on over to the the reviews section. That's really kind of eye opening because you get an idea of what people are are uh, are reporting on in their in their own words. Um, and if you're on social, we're at Juve Social on most on most channels, probably most active on Instagram, uh, but you can find us on Twitter, um, YouTube, Facebook, uh as well. All right. Great show. Thank you, Scott Nelson. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. I re- really appreciate you having me on.
0: da 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 And get over themselves because they need to. Thanks for doing it. Let's talk about probiotics from Integro Health. Do you want me to sing the messages? Nah, but probiotics are an extremely important concept. Hopefully you're all in on the values, the benefits of nourishing a healthy gut microbiome so you can flourish in life. And that's the name of Integro's product, flourish a unique, extremely potent living liquid probiotic. Yes, it's liquid form. How is it different from other probiotics we usually see in pills? This is the message from Integro. Microbes continue to thrive and metabolize in their own milieu. Do you like when companies use the word milieu to describe their product? I do. These include short-chain fatty acids, bioactive peptides, amino acids, enzymes, and minerals. The liquid base makes it acid-stable so microbes can survive the stomach environment and transit to the lower GI tract for integration to give you a healthy gut microbiome. There's 11 different strains in this thing, carefully hand-cultivated in the laboratory with precision to deliver 8 billion total CFU. Why take probiotics? Come on, you have to ask. It's going to strengthen your immune function, reduce systemic inflammation, the root cause of all disease, improve digestion, promote bowel regularity, relieve gas and bloating, get you going again after illness or antibiotic use. That's me because I first got this shipment the very day I returned home from a Mexican vacation and had a stomach illness once again. What a bummer, so sad because I love going down south but I needed to repair and return to action quickly. So I started guzzling this stuff and had a wonderful return to health. I'm a very enthusiastic user and will be over the long run because I need all the help I can get. I don't know about you. When we're talking about our routine usage of antibiotics, the stress we put on our system and in the environment every single day, I especially notice my gut health is compromised When I engage in overly intensive athletic training, have trouble recovering, my gut is the first thing to go. So this is my go-to product, the Flourish Probiotic in liquid form. Try it yourself. I love the delicious root beer float flavor. Just kidding, man. This stuff is no funny business. This is the real deal. It's very potent. It tastes fine. It goes down okay, but no root beer float flavor. Sorry. Take it. You'll love it. Go look at integrohealth.com for more information and to order shipped directly to your door in its unique liquid form. Flourish!